Welcome to Thrive Podcast. Here, you'll find our weekly sermons, songs, and different other types of content. Subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. So now save, save in order to do good. Verse 1. Remind people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready, to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, considerate and always be gentle toward Everyone. Now, I want you guys to focus on verse 3. And when you do, don't think about yourself as a Christian right now. Okay? You still are. So I'm going to think away from you more. Think about yourself as if you weren't a Christian. Go back to the times where you thought, okay, I don't think you weren't right, right? At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved. By all kinds of passion, passions and pleasures. We lived in release and in envy, being hated and hating one another. I'll go back to verse 1 and 2. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready, to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and always be gentle toward everyone. And then, I'm going to go to verse 4 now, okay? But when the kindness and love of God, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us not because of righteous things we have done, but because of His mercy. So he, Paul's trying to say, "Remember, guys, y'all were messed up. He's being too kind. We're still messed up. Was always trying to grow, right? Salvation is not immediate sanctification. It's a process. Sanctification is a process. Do we agree?" If you feel like that's totally wrong, we can talk about it, we can argue about it. But sanctification, as human beings, it is a process. For some people, it's fast in some areas. For some people, it's a progress. We grow. So, he's, Paul is saying, don't push them away, because y'all are right there. Okay? So, he's trying to give them a picture of saying, look, this is where you are, and this is where you were. Now, this is where they are, and this is what you gotta do. Does that make sense? Now, why would he start with be obedient, ready to do whatever is good? Because being good and being obedient is not just one brother in Christ, it's to everybody. Because normally when we read that, we're like, yeah, we're gonna be good, right? We're gonna thrive, we're gonna be good to people. And then I go on a taxi and somebody steps on my feet. Take all that anger from that person. Is that being good? Is that being patient? Is that being considerate? Maybe that person. Maybe you just go like, oh, this person wanted to see. I think some people can do it on purpose. And you can be considerate and just go like, eh, the guy's in the It's blatant. But you, you understand what I'm trying to say? Verse 5. Um, i got to read that again. He saved us not because of, right, uh, of righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of the rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having, to, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying. And I want you to stress these things. 
so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. Verse 9, but avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. There were 631, 32 laws in the Old Testament. Jesus, which laws are like the best? Remember the disciples asking that? They thought so love. It's like, um, the best example I heard was a manager you guys might know. It's like, it's like the disciples were like students going to the teacher and were like, yo, which part of the chapter is coming? Which part of the chapter is the exam? So Paul's not saying the law that the Ten Commandments follows, right? Jesus gave us the law: do not divorce, a law; do not steal, a law. Right? There are laws there, but those laws we're not doing it because oh, somebody texts us, so we have to follow. We do it because we believe in it. We do it because it's not, it's not like one of those hard laws that we have to follow. So it's just, it's just normal. It's just, So I'm not following the law because I'm told to follow the law. I'm following the law because I love Jesus Christ and I want to represent him. You see the difference in attitude? If I'm doing something because it's there, if I'm doing it because I understand and I love it and I want to represent it's different. My, my attitude is different towards Verse 10. Why did the a person and then warn them the second time. After that, have nothing to do with them. You may be sure that some people are wrapped in the temple. There are some in there. Oops. So, you know the music. Anyways, um, tell them, tell them once, tell them twice. So, Paul is also telling us it's not your place to change somebody. The place to change somebody is that's the Holy Spirit. Well, the Holy Spirit to be activated to change somebody, somebody needs to be willing to be changed. Willing to respond to the calling, to the grace, to the salvation that God has given us for free through Jesus Christ. So ask them once, ask them twice. Paul is like, I'm running out of pages. So the third time, tell them once, tell them Alright, verse 12. Um, now, this is the final remarks of Paul, right? As soon as I sent Arthurus for Titus to do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, because I have decide, decided to, to winter there. Do everything you can to have Zenas, the lawyer, and Apollos, Apollos on their way and see what they have everything they need. Our people must learn to devout themselves to doing what is good in order to provide for urgent needs and not live a productive lives. Everyone with me sends you things. Greet those who love us and faith. Grace to be with you. Grace be with you all. If this was written, these days will be necessary. Paul. Right? So, it's, it's a picture of the kingdom wrapped in one verse. Like, small chapter. I mean, sorry. Small chapter, right? A few verses, small chapters. One chapter, the kingdom of God. So, y'all didn't do it on Do a 
less than point in between with the new missing if they satisfy that's the program. So point number four do the same others. Help them. But don't they? That will turn time to And then he goes on talking about how we are expected to do good, how we are we are expected to love one another. So my me being saved, there must be a change there. And you can argue, okay, look, um, I was part of this religion and I was still doing good. Good, you're doing good, except you have a change in attitude, you have a change in perspective, you have a change, you have your Pulling that from God now. It's not just, you're not doing good to be saved. That's what makes Christianity different from other religions. You don't do good to be saved. You are saved, that's why you do good. Are we together? Every religion ends up one day. You have to do good in the next day. In Christianity, you're saved when you keep doing good. Your good doesn't account for your salvation. Your salvation comes from the relationship that you have. 